Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Fairbanks, Alaska to Ellensburg, Washington, and from St. Martin's University to wherever you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Coming up tonight, we already mentioned St. Martin's. We're going to have the opportunity to talk to Saints softball standout Lauren DeYuco a little bit later in tonight's broadcast. From Ellensburg and Central Washington University, Harley Ortega, a tremendous track and field athlete, will join us. And at the top of tonight's show, from Fairbanks, Alaska, the University of Alaska head basketball coach on the men's side, Mr. Greg Sparling, joining us tonight. Spar, thanks for taking some time out of your night to join us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. Well, it's great to talk to you. Great to talk to you again. Uh, you were named the Alaska head coach back there on uh, July 13th of last year. So you're heading into your eighth, ninth month now, something like that. And I, I read a lot of the stuff out of the newspapers and, and things that has been credited to you throughout your tenure there already. And you talk a lot about building the program at UAF. And, and uh, when you're building a program like that, what are some of the steps you take as, as the coach there? What are some of the things you're trying to accomplish and, and that you already are starting to see some dividends about? Well, I think the big thing is try to get into the high school market up here. Uh, there's a lot of high schools up here in the state of Alaska. And with my assistant coach, Jesse Brown, who has ties to the state of Alaska, he's helped me out tremendously. And, you know, up here, just like down in the state of Washington, a lot of these high school coaches are very loyal. And we've made plenty of trips down to Anchorage and, and around here watching games in Fairbanks. But, uh, you know, we, we've got to try to get as many – quality uh, high school or bounce back uh, Alaskans uh, to come up here to UAF. And then, you know, we're going to obviously have to mix some, uh, you know, foreign kids in and then, uh, and then grab some kids from the lower 48. Uh, you know, the one thing up here is, is a tier one research institution and, you know, we're top five in the world in engineering and programs up here real strong. So, you know, we get a lot of interest on, on our engineering program. You talk about bounce back Alaska kids. I, uh, explain to me. I think I know what you're talking about. Those are those are young men and I guess women for other sports up there that have gone away to a, another uh, part of the the country down here, maybe to the lower 48, who are returning to Alaska. Is that correct? Yeah, that's totally correct. We got quite a few kids uh, up here that quite aren't quite good enough for Division Two right now, or 
and they go down and play junior college. And, you know, we're fortunate to get a couple of those kids bouncing back this way. And, you know, we'll just keep our ears to the ground. And, uh, you know, when you have two, you know, division two programs in the, in the state of Alaska, you have a pretty good chance at, uh, you know, a 50, 50 chance on getting one of the kids to come up here. You talk about the two division two programs that really in that state, they are the division one programs. And I know that they get a lot of attention and you talk about a junior college uh, recruit. Well, you got a good one in a young man named Ty Morier Glover. He uh, came to Fairbanks after a couple of years down there in California at San Bernardino Valley College. And he led the Nanooks to a big road win this past weekend. You were on the road in Portland, and you were able to knock off Concordia 63-61. to Talk a little bit about Ty Morier and, and about some of the other key members of your uh, Nanook team. Yeah, Mr. Glover's really came a long ways. Uh, you know, he started out slow, and, you know, he's finally, you know, figuring out this GNAC. It, it's, a, it's a tough conference, and, you know, that's one thing he's, he's, he's talked about is, you know, the, the talent level uh, in the GNAC's a lot higher than he thought it was going to be. But, uh, you know, we were fortunate. We got him actually uh, the Friday before school started. Uh, he jumped on a plane, took a leap of faith, and came up here and was doing well in the classroom and really, really blending in. And, uh you know, I couldn't be more proud of him. And, you know, we've get, we've had some injuries and, and, and some and some flu and, 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 you know, mono going through us. But, uh, you know, Alex Beheim, you know, he's been sidelined for the last couple of weeks with mono and hopefully we can get him back. He was our preseason all selection and, uh, you know, he can really shoot the ball. So hopefully we can get him back towards the end of the season. I think Michael Cluding, uh, our big kid inside, is having a tremendous year, just getting better and better. Um, you know, Quinn Doherty, a uh, kid from Whatcom, actually, it's kind of a unique story. Um, from the state of Alaska, was down at Whatcom, uh, you know, basically got done playing, was an assistant coach down there at uh, Whatcom Community College and came back up here as a junior transfer, and he's kind of like a coach on the floor. Uh, you know, we just got a bunch of guys from the, the, you know, the state and then also lower 48, and we're trying to blend them all together. Greg Sparling, University of Alaska head men's basketball coach, is joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. First year as the head coach there at the University of Alaska. Have you been able to truly institute the uh, the type of program you want there yet? Have you been able to add in the offenses, able to add in the defenses? Or is that going to be a, a situation where it might be a, a, a two or, or, or three year transition in that regard to where you have your full package, what you like to do on the offensive and defensive ends, truly instituted into the program? Yeah, it's going to take time here. You know, we got the job here late and, you know, we had, I think it was nine guys returning and we had to go get some guys. I think we got ended up getting eight guys to come up within the last three weeks before school started and very fortunate to, to get some of those guys. But I think, you know, you know, definitely, you know, you've seen how I played as I love to hound the basketball up and down the floor and, you know, the guys are trying the best they can, but, you know, with the recruiting process coming up, we're going to do everything we can to go find a couple of good point guards to hound the basketball and, you know, get a shot blocker, you know, down at Central, I've had some great ones, Leon Johnson, Fuquan Niles. I mean, you go right down the list where, you know, I think they just completely change the face of the game if you got somebody in the back line that can alter shots and also block them. But, you know, it's going to be a work in progress. Uh, you know, Mick did a great job up here, and, you know, he got the job early over in Montana, so a lot of his recruits backed out. And, 
you know, so we, we put a team together, you know, it's not the record we wanted, but you know, we're getting better and you know, hopefully we can the second, you know, half of the season, we can just keep getting better as a team. Now this week, your Nanooks welcome first place St. Martin's into the Patty center for a game coming up Thursday night. I would encourage everybody in Fairbanks to get out to the Patty center for that seven o'clock tip. What, uh, what do you know about St. Martin's? They were a team that last year was kind of a, a dark horse, and this year uh, they are the team that really everybody is is uh, got the bullseye right on their backs. Yeah, they're a good team. Uh, you know, 17-3 and three for a reason. They're senior-dominated. Uh, you know, E.J. Boyce is shooting the heck out of, out of the ball. You know, Luke Chavez has been kind of hampered with a little bit of an injury. They blended some new guys in, and, you know, he's doing a good job down there. You know, we were down a few weeks back there, and we had a seven-point lead going on the stretch and couldn't hold on to it, went to overtime, and, you know, Chavez took the game over. And, um, you know, he's a good player. You know, his injuries kind of slowed him down a little bit, but uh, he's one of the premier players in the conference. Well, it's going to be a big one. And, again, I would encourage everybody in Fairbanks to get out and watch that game as uh, Fairbanks. And, again, as you mentioned, Spar, it was a, it was a tight game with the uh, top-ranked uh, St. Martin's team down there in Lacey. And uh, I would expect nothing different this Thursday night. So get out and cheer on the Nanooks if they're up there in Fairbanks. Or, of course, you can watch that game on GNAC.tv. Hey, Spar. The time has gone by way too fast. Uh, we're going to talk again real, real soon. Uh, congratulations on getting the job up there at Fairbanks. Continued success building your club up there, and you know that we'll be talking again very, very soon. Thank you, my friend, Rob. I appreciate everything you do. Greg Sparling joining us tonight from Fairbanks, Alaska on GNAC Insider as we will roll on and turn to track and field. Yeah, the track and field season is here. We'll talk with Harley Ortega from the Central Washington University track and field squad. We'll do that when GNAC Insider comes back at you right after this timeout. The University of Alaska Fairbanks. People come here from all over the world in search of something extraordinary. What they find is the ultimate true-to-life learning experience, where scientists find a never-ending data pool in every direction, where artists have no want for inspiration, where seekers become scholars, and discoveries are made in the here and now. The possibility of greatness is closer than you think. The University of Alaska Fairbanks, naturally inspiring. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. Great to be with you tonight as we give you the state of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference this evening, including track and field, where Harley Ortega from Central Washington University is joining us, senior there for the Wildcats. Harley, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm I'm very pleased to be able to talk to you because uh, you are quite a story. You compete in what I think is one of the most grueling events. It's the women's heptathlon. Now, just for the casual uh, sports observer, the women's heptathlon consists of these events, 100-meter hurdles, 200 meters, 800 meters, high jump, shot put, long jump, javelin, and... What am I missing? Shot put. I think I missed the shot. Put. I think I got all the, did I miss something there, Harley? You, you probably know the event certainly better than uh, I did. I hit them all. Yeah, you did. You got them all. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. 
you last year finished fifth in the heptathlon at the NCAA Division II Outdoor Track and Field Championships. You had a lifetime best score of 5,026 points. When you were competing last year and getting that, that tremendous finish, at what point of the heptathlon did you say, I'm really having a good event? Um, I definitely would say that was in the 800, like at the end. Like I knew like I had put together a pretty like solid um, hep. You know, my first day wasn't bad. Um, and then the second day, you know, I had, I, my high jump was really well. And the rest of the field kind of was a little lower than average for some of the girls. And then in the 800, I think I had like 300 meters left. And like I knew it was going to be a good race. Most sports, the the competitors are competing certainly in different aspects. You know, if you're basketball, you're playing defense, you're playing offense. If you're baseball, you're hitting, you're playing in the field and this and that. But you have all these different events, and they each consist of, of certainly much different elements than the other. I would say more so than other sports. As that is the case, how do you manage? to train and train effectively for each of the uh, each of the events you have to do um well we make sure we're in like really good shape because like if you're in really good shape like the skills kind of will come a little easier i think personally but um you just we we try to do each event like once or twice a week and we kind of spread it out so we don't overdo it but we make sure we touch at least each event at least once a week now, you are coming off a victory in the women's pentathlon at the WSU Cougar Invitational Indoor last weekend. You had the uh, score of 3,651 3, points. Talk a little bit about that event and, and uh, how you think it went for you overall, as obviously you came up with a very, very excellent uh, finish. Yeah, um, it was a good meet. I was uh, personally hoping for a little bit of a different score. Um, in December, I had scored like 3,700 points, and I was hoping for like another PR, but um, I wasn't too upset with the performance. It was really good just to get another pent in right before GNAX because that's uh, next week. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you're going to return to action this weekend. Are, are you going to participate in the Husky Classic in Seattle this weekend? No, I, I get okay. the weekend off. All right, well, then you will be out. The rest of the Wildcats, or at least many of the Wildcats, will be there at the Husky Classic in Seattle this weekend. And then after that, just a little more than a week later, everybody heads to Nampa for the GNAC Championships. As that is the case, as you're not going to be in competition this week, what do you do over the next 10 days or so, a little more than that, to get you ready for the big GNAC Championship event? Um, I just uh, make sure, like, I'm I'm rested up. Like, I can be my best when I'm rested and, you know, I don't overdo it and just work on, like, the little things, like starts and, you know, just tweak little things in my shot put here, you know, little like, high jump stuff and get ready. Like, I'm super excited for this upcoming uh, conference and I'm I'm ready to compete. Yeah, and I, 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 uh, obviously you are coming off last weekend's victory at the uh, Cougar Indoor your coach, Kevin Atkinson, has said the consistency across all the events when you're competing in a multi-event like this is, is, it was what's really key. And throughout your career, and you're a senior, as I mentioned now, and we're talking to Harley Ortega from the Central Washington University track and field squad, how have you managed to maintain your consistency 
in all the events? Um, well, we just like find my weaknesses, like what I'm not the best at, like each year, and we just really focus on that and try to make that better. Um, like the key is like you don't need to win. You can win or you can not win like a single event in the HEP and win the whole entire HEP. You just need to be in like you know the top like two or three. Yeah. Okay. You went to Payette High School in Payette, Idaho. You're now in Ellensburg, Washington, competing for Central Washington University. What was it about Central that lured you to Ellensburg, and what are you taking? What do your studies there entail in Ellensburg? So I pay it. Um, it's a small town, and I was just like, you know, I really want to experience, you know, life somewhere else for a while. So I contacted Central and Kevin, and he forwarded me to Brittany. And she um, was pretty persistent on me coming to Central and doing the multi. And I came and visited, and like I, I, don't know, I just really liked her, and I really liked the area. It was pretty similar to my hometown, so I wasn't moving to like a huge city, huge university, like total culture shock. It was a smaller town and a smaller university. And um, so I'm studying recreation and tourism, specializing in tourism, minoring in event management here at Central. Do you have any uh, ambitions of competing in track and field beyond your college career? Uh, probably not. I think uh, once I'm done with uh, with college, like I'll be done. The multi, um, I actually get asked this a lot, but the multi is just like it takes so much of your time. You know, I practice. I'm up at six o'clock. You know, getting ready for practice, and I go to practice at six thirty, and I'm not done till nine or ten, and then I go to class, and you know, go back to practice later that you know, day and stuff. I think I'm excited to move on to the next chapter of my life and live kind of a normal lifestyle. Well, Harley, you've got a lot of time before you're able to do that, including the upcoming GNAC championships for the indoor season. Thank you for joining us tonight from Ellensburg. Continued success, and we'll look forward to to seeing how you do this year in not only the indoor, but in the outdoor season as well. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me. Harley Ortega joining us tonight from Ellensburg. This is GNAC Insider, and we will now move down and take a look at our GNAC weekly wrap-up from what happened around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference over the past week. In men's basketball, St. Martin's and Northwest Nazarene now tied for first with 10-2 and two records in GNAC play. The Saints own the best overall record in the league at 17-3, and three, including a victory over Western Washington last week. The Nighthawks, they earned a pair of three-point road wins, first at Central Washington and then over Montana State Billings. That game went into overtime. In women's action, Northwest Nazarene and Alaska Anchorage are tied atop the league standings with matching 19-1 marks, 11-1 in GNAC play. The Seawolves swept Western Washington and Simon Fraser on the road last week, while the Nighthawks downed Western Oregon and Concordia at home. Simon Frazier is three games back in third. In indoor track and field, Simon Frazier swept the men's and women's track athlete of the week awards behind performances from Aaron All and Addie Townsend, both at the Bruce Lahane Scarlet and White Invitational that was back in Boston. All ran the fourth fastest time in Division II this season in the mile, 406.92 while Townsend posted her lifetime mile time best, 4 minutes, 44.81 seconds. 
In baseball, Concordia and St. Martin's both began their 2019 seasons last week. The Cavaliers split a pair of games at NAIA fifth-ranked Lewis Clark State, while the Saints went 1-3 and three against Dixie State and Cal State San Bernardino. In softball, seven of the GNAC's eight teams got their seasons underway last week at the Montana State Billings hosted at Desert Stinger in Las Vegas. Western Oregon went 3-0 and there to take the top spot in the GNAC standings and also be named the GNAC Team of the Week in the process. And GNAC Insider producer Connor Pelton celebrated his birthday last Thursday, so a happy belated birthday to you, my friend. This is GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. We're back with more right after this timeout. Central Washington University, the state's most welcoming university. The Economist magazine ranked CWU top in the state for value. And four of the last five years, Central ranked top in the state for diversity. Learn about Central Washington University's more than 135 academic programs at cwu.edu slash admissions. Or by visiting Central Washington University in Ellensburg or at one of their university centers near you. Central Washington University. Welcome to a world-class education. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. Well, our next guest on GNAC Insider joining us now from Lacey, Washington, Lauren DeYuko, a St. Martin softball standout outfielder, a senior there for the Saints. Lauren, thanks for taking time to join us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Hi Rob, thanks for having me. Well, great to have you. Boy, I tell you one thing, you've got a you've got a mantle, you've got a shelf full of awards. <laughs> You're a two-time GNAC second team all-conference member, first team all-GNAC as a sophomore back in 2017. You're also a two-time GNAC all-academic team member as well. When uh, when you decided to go to uh, St. Martin's after uh, graduating from Capistrano Valley High School, what was it about St. Martin's that brought you there in the first place? Well, I knew that I always wanted to stay West Coast. I'm obviously from Southern California, and I really wanted to try something new. And I think what I really appreciate about St. Martin's is if softball weren't in the question at all, I think I could find a home here. And thankfully that the athletic department, the academics, they're all amazing and exactly what I was looking for in a university. So it's really great to call this like my second home. When you talk about academics, let's not gloss over that. What are you studying there at St. Martin's? Yeah, I'm studying business administration with a focus in marketing. And, yeah, it's been a great experience, and the academics are great here. And I'm really learning a lot, and it's all very practical. Well, you're obviously learning a lot because, as we mentioned, you're a two-time all-GNAC, all-academic team member. (laughs) But this year, St. Martin's, uh, uh, the team that you're playing for, was voted just sixth in the GNAC in the preseason poll, but I think you exceeded expectations a bit with uh, going two and one with victories against Stanislaus State and Colorado Christian last weekend down there at the Desert Stinger in Las Vegas. When you look back on yeah. that weekend of action, talk a little bit about the Saints, how they played, and, and how you think uh, this is going to be maybe a springboard into a pretty good year. Right. Um, So on our team, we actually do have a lot of upperclassmen and we're supported by a lot of um, underclassmen on our team. And I think that being voted sixth and taking sixth place last year really 
sparked a fire in us. We all understand what it takes to win. We we want to do well, and I think we just came out on the right foot. We are fixing out our kinks. Uh, we've been working on that all fall and spring season, and I think it. I think this weekend really came to show how hard that we have been working, and that we're not giving up without a fight. And our games this weekend, they definitely were not easy. Those were some tough teams we played, and I think that that tough competition is going to get us really ready for GNAC. I know everyone in the GNAC is really working hard and putting the best foot forward, and we're here to show that um, we're not going to bend over. Lauren Diuko, St. Martin's softball standout, joining us. You talked about the fact that this is a team that has some youth, but it really is an upper-class dominated team. Twelve returning starters back from last year, one of the most experienced rosters in the GNAC, you being a senior among them. What do you feel your role is? How has it changed in terms of being a leader from a junior to now a senior on this year's squad? Yeah, it's crazy because I've grown up playing with these girls um, all these four years, and to be a leader is definitely a different role. I obviously don't have any people in the grade above me, obviously, and all we can do is rely on our um, upperclassmen, whether that's our four seniors or our other juniors. Um, it's really hard because we we have been to uh, the GNAC championships for at least two of the years that I've been here. And so I think what's interesting as a senior is encouraging all players on the team to really strive to be great. And we, as upperclassmen, know what it feels like to win, and I think we have that talent still to make that happen. So as a senior, being a leader is just motivating our team to keep wanting to be the best and keep wanting to just work hard because we know what our end goal is. And I think we're all on the same page. We, we do want to win a championship. It's not going to be an easy road, but I think this is a really good start to our season for us. As we mentioned last year, a great year as a second team, all GNAC performer, 310 batting average, 40 hits, 18 stolen bases last year. Those numbers pale in comparison to the start you've gotten off to this year, 500 batting average, three runs and one RBI already. Are you seeing the ball really well to begin the year? Uh, to begin the year off, yeah. I I think it's just funny. Everyone's like, oh, what do you see up there up at the plate? Or what What are you thinking up there? But really, I just – I love to play softball. I see the ball. That's the only thing. You see the ball, you hit the ball. And, yeah, I've been really fortunate to be starting off with 500 and with three steals, but I really couldn't have done it with all my teammates. They're doing some awesome work out there. Sabrina had a great weekend. Lou is pitching her heart out there. And, um, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to play in good weather. And thankfully we've had that in Lacey over the past couple of weeks. And so it really prepared us for the year. And yeah, I, I think I owe a little bit to the good weather and being able to practice in that. Well, you're going to have some great weather coming up, I would assume, because uh, the team, your team, Saints, they're off this week, but back in action between the 15th and 17th of the month at the Cactus Classic, which will be played down there in Tucson. You're going to play five games down there in Arizona, so you'll get some great weather down there. What do you know about the competition that will be uh, facing you at the Cactus Classic? And I guess kind of a, a side note to that, I don't know how close Tucson is to Mission Viejo. I know it's not real close, but will you have some family members who will be able to make the jaunt from uh, Southern California over to Arizona to see you play? 
Yeah, I will. I'm I'm actually really excited about that. My family, they were able to come to the Las Vegas tournament. It's only about like a three to four hour drive to Las Vegas, and this will be about a five hour drive for them. So I'm super excited to see them again. And it's always nice being able to play in front of them. They don't get to come up to Washington all the time. So it'll be really exciting. I don't know. I actually don't know anything about the teams that we're playing in the next in the next two weeks, but um, the way I see it, it's just another team on the other side trying to beat you. So we're hoping to play our best, and I think we've got a really good shot. Or a really good shot. Um, yeah, uh, I know Biola. They we're playing them on the 16th, and they're from the area that I'm from, and I'm sure that they're really good because Southern California is a good hotbed for softball. Yeah. Well, Lauren, I'm going to tell you something. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you tonight. I hope we have the opportunity to do so again. Uh, congratulations on your great year so far. I, it looks like uh, you're going to have another great year like you did last year. And who knows, maybe another first team all GNAC selection at the end of this season. So uh, keep it going on behalf of the GNAC. And uh, again, congratulations on your success not only on the softball field, but in the classroom and in life as well. Thanks for joining us tonight, and we hope to talk again. All right. Thank you so much, Rob. It was great talking to you. Thank you for having me on the show. Lauren DiYoko joining us tonight from Lacey. Well, around the GNAC, we talked about softball. Now let's turn our attention back to basketball. In men's basketball, 11 contests are on this week's schedule. Number 18, St. Martins, will be in action twice traveling north to face Alaska on Thursday and then Alaska Anchorage Saturday. In women's hoops action, the regular season continues with 11 games. The slate will be highlighted by a rivalry showdown tonight in Fairbanks between Alaska and number 10 Alaska Anchorage. That game tips off less than an hour from now, 8 p.m. Pacific. And if you'd like to, you can watch it, and I hope you will, on GNAC.tv. Indoor track and field, nine GNAC teams will be in action this week at events in Seattle, Napa, Idaho, and Allendale, Michigan. In golf, the Concordia men's and women's teams will be in action this week at the California State University Maritime Academy Invitational and the Seawolves Invitational. That's Point Loma's Invitational. The Western Washington women's team will join the Cavaliers in San Diego at that Point Loma event. In baseball, five GNAC teams will be in action this week. Preseason favorite Western Oregon will get its season underway Friday at Lewis Clark State. In softball, another loaded slate, 27 games, count them, 27 on tap this week. The majority of the conference will take to St. George, Utah for the Dixie State Classic. Contests there will be played Thursday through Saturday. Well, remember that for the latest news in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com. That's where news, statistics, standings, and more all can be found. Also, connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can do that, and we hope you do, at GNAC Sports. GNAC Insider, we're heading around third and heading for home. We're going to wrap up tonight's show right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Every time a student learns something new, 
makes a discovery or helps a team. It's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University, we know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Well, it's been another quick half hour going around the GNAC tonight. Uh, thanks to all of our fine guests this evening. St. Martin softball standout Lauren DeYuko, Central Washington University track and field standout Harley Ortega, and Alaska Fairbanks men's hit basketball coach Greg Sparling. Also thanks to our producer Connor Pelton, thanks to GNAC Commissioner Dave Hagelin, and of course thanks to you for joining us. We will talk with you again just one week from tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific time next Tuesday when the next edition of GNAC Insider rolls around. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry. Again, thank you for joining us. And until we meet again, you can consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long for now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 